Penn State Conversations is a podcast hosted by the Alumni Society Board's Young Alumni Council of the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications. This monthly podcast will discuss key aspects of life in the professional world for young and upcoming communications alumni. Please enjoy this month's Penn State Conversation. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us for this next episode of Penn State Conversations. My name is Maria Elena Baloris, hosting this episode. I'm a 2015 grad. I studied broadcast journalism and political science, and I am now an anchor and reporter at Wavy TV in Norfolk, Virginia. And today my guest is Christian Heilman, a 2014 grad who's been a good friend and mentor of mine for the last uh, too many years. Christian, oh, thank you yeah. for doing this. <laughs> I was going to try and count that, but then I realized it's been it's been a little while. No, it's it's uh, good. It's good if we, if we don't count it. I was we're talking we're going to talk about mentors and I was thinking about when I found my first mentor and I'm like, I don't I think I hit the decade mark. So like let's actually not <laughs> talk about how long any of this has been going on. <laughs> Fair enough. So we obviously are going to be talking about mentors today, but first, Christian, will you give us a little bit of your, your bio, your background, and what you're up to now? So I'm originally from just north of Pittsburgh, and I went to Penn State from 2010 to 2014, and I was involved in the coolest club uh, in all of Penn State, PSN TV, and that's how Lena yep. and I met. Um, <laughs> we did a bunch of great newscasts. We did a presidential election special and there are plenty of photos to prove all of that. <laughs> um, and incriminating YouTube links. But oh, I think boy. any yeah, if anyone in our newsrooms found that and they oh, played gosh. them just think about that. Yeah. Hey, I that think would I be was bad. behind the scenes that night, so I don't think I wound up on any uh, Oh okay. Video. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure did. there's enough incriminating evidence of the both of us on that YouTube <laughs> channel. So I hope no one's actually listening. Um, and I graduated, like I said, 2014, started at WTAJ in Altoona as a reporter, and I was there for a year and a half, and then the last six months we actually overlapped, which was a lot yes. of fun. Yeah, and then I, uh, in the uh, beginning of 2016, I went to WDVJ, the CBS station in Roanoke, Virginia, which is Southwest Virginia. And I've been there for the last two and a half years. And about a year ago, I got promoted to a weekend anchor position, so that's fun. I wake up very early on Saturday and Sunday mornings, so <laughs> like you do, Lena. We, yep. we both know the struggle. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but it's fun. And I've been in news for, for exactly four years, so it's well, fun happy and scary. news anniversary. <laughs> Well, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I just realized I've been I've been in news as long as I was in college. Wow. That's yeah, weird. let that sink in. Yeah, wow. that's strange. Wow. So part of the reason that I asked you, Christian, to be on this podcast today, one, obviously, you are a fellow young alum, and you have done very well in your career in the four years you've been doing it. Um, <laughs> but the other reason, and you know this, but you know, not everyone listening knows, is that you've been a mentor to me since we met back in the good old PSN news days, um, always kind of giving me advice and guiding me and you know, this industry is a little bit all over the place. So it always was so helpful to have somebody to bounce ideas off of and work with. And then, like you said, we worked together at WTAJ for a little bit, and that was awesome. Um, and still to this day, you know, we keep in touch, and it's great that I know I can always go to you if I have any questions or need a story critique. But I want to hear about your experiences with mentors as well. Did you say the first mentor you found was about a decade ago? Uh, yeah, I actually think it might have been. I, so 
my first my first mentor is who I still keep in touch with today um, was I went to a high school journalism workshop and I think it was junior year of high school so for me it would have been 0809 which has been 10 years um, wow. and it was at Edinburgh University and they had multiple panels and they had some of their alum and one of the Edinburgh alum that they had uh, was this reporter Randy McElwain and he uh, was a reporter in Dallas at the time, and he did a presentation on broadcast performance and uh, you know how to dress for broadcast. And so I went, I sat in on his panel, and he was the most interesting person I had ever heard. I he was so captivating, just talking about all this behind the scenes stuff and showing us his reel and dissecting what was in it and why and what you need to think about if you want to get into broadcast news. And after he spoke, I just walked right up to him and I said, hi, I'm Christian and I want to I wanna have a career in television and I'd love to send you, you know, what little bit of my work I have. I'd love to stay in touch with you. And so he gave me my card and I kid you not, I think it's actually still in my desk drawer, that card from that day. Wow. It's, it's survived how many moves. Um, but I emailed him all throughout college. And some of my best advice and some of the best learning in college was actually from emails with him. Uh, the first time I had a couple stories that I sent him that I did with PSN, he actually took the time to rewrite them entirely and wow. explain why. And, you know, reading through those emails, and I still have them saved because I, it, it, they're just so cool. Um, he just taught all the fundamentals and I could always bounce ideas off of him. And mm -hmm. so I would check in maybe once a year. Okay. Um, and then particularly when I got to senior year and I was, you know, weighing options on TV stations and where should I go and what should I apply for. And I remember talking with him after I accepted my first job on the phone and we talked for probably an hour because I was just freaking out about, I am going into the real world. I'm going to be an actual <laughs> TV reporter. What am I doing? Um, and he just had great advice. And it's so useful to have, you know, at least one person like him, but kind of a network of people that you can bounce ideas off of. Mm -hmm. um, I actually have a list here at my desk of the, you know, half a dozen, dozen people who I want to reach out to and share my reel with and give advice mm -hmm. about it because it's so important to have all those people that you can trust and right. who will give you that feedback. And I think part of it is just not being afraid to ask someone, Hey, do you mind looking at my work? I really like what you do. Yeah, absolutely. And just so, you know, 10 years ago when you went up and asked for his feedback, did you have the intention of making him a mentor? I don't know if I was thinking that far in advance. I think, okay. at the I think at the time I was just like, this is someone who's doing what I want to do. So I would like to talk to him more about it. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that he was so incredibly forthcoming with all of his time and was so willing to help me learn and so willing to spend the time to answer my requests and, and, and give me the inside box and, and give me career advice. Yeah. It's just really turned into a, to a good relationship like that. And, you know, every once in a while I would 
you know, if there's someone that, that I like that I really respected, I would say, hey, do you mind taking a look at my work? And, you know, some of those people I, I, I still talk with. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's so important to be able to do. So one of the things that I've noticed, you know, I interned in D.C. and met some amazing reporters there. And one of them has become a mentor for me. But I kind of lost touch with him when I was in my first job and really focused on myself. But in your experiences, how have you been able to kind of cultivate these mentor-mentee relationships? Is it reaching out once a year? Is it, you know, what has worked well for you? Because I think that might be something people struggle with is, okay, you make the initial connection, then how do you keep it up? Yeah, that's actually a really good question. That's something that I kind of I kind of think about as well because it's it's definitely a uh, fine line because you don't want to send them. You know, these are professionals who are obviously very busy. Mm-hmm. You know, throughout a normal day, and so you don't want to send them a story every single week. Um, but then again, you know, I like you. I've also had people who you know I've I've gotten a little bit out of touch with. I think it's important to make sure whether it's setting a reminder on your phone or just keeping a mental tab, just checking in maybe every six months or a year and say, Hey, these are the last two stories I really liked. Do you mind taking a look at them and letting me know what you think? I mm-hmm. think keeping a, you know, somewhat constant connection or every once in a while, just staying engaged with them is probably um, a good idea. And it's mm-hmm. a whole lot easier when you're, out and you're working as a reporter every single day once you graduate because you know you've got a, a large body of work that you can you could pick a few and, and send it out to them but right. I don't think I would let you know it's been a while since we've spoken I don't think I would let that get in the way I would always reach out mm-hmm. I mean the, the worst that's going to happen is you know maybe they, they don't respond that quickly or something like that so right I always think it's better to reach out to more people rather than rather than fewer because um i you you only get so much advice within your newsroom and it's people from the outside who can sometimes give you the most useful advice mm-hmm. well, one thing i kind of have experienced is that in your in your you know in college or in an internship or at a job or if you reach out to someone you don't know you'll figure out pretty quickly if they are interested in helping you or not. Yes. Not in a bad way, but the ones that really want to teach you and they want to mentor someone and they want to help, you'll know. Yes. That is really important because I have reached out to people and I am not blaming them in any sense. You know, people are really busy and sometimes Mm -hmm. people are already mentoring, you know, two or three or four people who who will be sending them work. Um, and sometimes, you know, people only have so much, you know, bandwidth to, to share and, you know, you can usually pick up on that, but for the people who take the time to really respond and, and help and give those really thoughtful responses, you know, when you see that, that is, that's the, should be the sign that, okay, I'm going to talk with this person more, you know, this is, this is good because, I think what stands in a lot of people's way is just kind of being nervous about, oh, I don't want to bother said person, Mm -hmm. whoever it might be, but, and, but everyone has been helped at some point in their career. Right. Everyone has had a mentor of some kind 
And I would venture to say that 98% of people also want to give that back. I am where I am today because of the feedback of my mentor. And so if someone were to come up to me and say, hey, can you look at my stuff? I would 100% pay back that that favor. You know, it's paying it forward. Helping other people get to the spot where you are. Um, And I think a lot of people share that same philosophy and are always looking for people to help because it's a small business and (laughs) very small business. Yes. And, you know, it just pays to be nice. It does. It does. And I think you're absolutely right about paying it forward. You know, one of my mentors, you know, I, I always am thanking him for taking the time to look at my work, to tell me suggestions and give me advice on, you know, accept this job or not. And he's like, you know, like you just said, Christian, someone helped me. And he's also said, when I recognize someone that's, that wants it and is willing to work for it, I'm going to help them. So that's another thing. If you show somebody that you are genuinely trying to get better, you have humbled yourself to ask for feedback in the first place, but you genuinely want ways to improve, I think that really opens the door to having a good feedback loop um, with someone, yeah. like you said, because you don't you don't hear, for the most part, at least in my experiences, I think <laughs> yours are similar, you don't hear a lot of feedback in your newsroom. Yeah, and I mean, you know, some people would say no feedback, you know, no news is, is good news in, right. in that sense, but, you know, if I want to be... My joke that I say is if I want to be told that I'm doing a good job, I'll just go call my mom and ask her how I'm doing. You know, <laughs> I, I want, I want real feedback. I, I want to get better. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you don't find as much feedback as I think, especially as people who are going to be entering the business. You don't yep. get as much feedback as you think you'll get right. from within your newsroom. So it's always good to have those, those people outside who will be willing to to help. And I think there's no one way to go about finding that mentor. I think it certainly helps when you're, you know, in if you run into them, if they're on campus for something or you're at, mm-hmm. for instance, um, like a like a SPJ or an IRE conference and you run into someone, you know, that's a good way to make a connection. Um, someone who I've been in touch with and who's given me really good advice I met uh, when I went to uh, the Emmy Awards dinner uh, a few years ago and he was at a station in Harrisburg at the time and you know I met him and we started just sending work back and forth because I was trying to look on how to get better and he was able to give me some really good advice so it helps when you can make those contacts in person and mm-hmm. then follow up with an email and then get that relationship going from there. You had mentioned earlier, Christian, I think when you were talking about your mentor that you met 10 years ago, that he's given you a lot of really good advice. Is there anything that that mentor or one of the other ones you have, anything that they have shared with you that really stuck out in this process of working with a mentor and and fostering that kind of feedback relationship? That his feedback that he's given to me? Yeah. Hmm. I, there's been so much over the years that he's given career-wise and, mm-hmm. and advice-wise. I think one of the most interesting pieces of 
pieces of advice that I really took away, especially when talking about career moves, is she said, don't be in a rush to get to the next place. Mm. Don't sign as short of a contract as possible so you can just keep bounce, 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 bounce. Try to make an impact where you are. Get a reputation for yourself where you are mm -hmm. because that it's better to have a footprint in a place and actually be known in a place and do good work in a place than just keep on bouncing up the ladder constantly and not really being anywhere. And I thought that was really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a philosophy that uh, I don't know that everyone holds. Right. But I think there's a lot of merit to it. And I yeah. think it's really interesting. It actually reminds me of something one of my mentors, the one in DC told me, and that was give yourself time to grow. You know, you get out of college and you have all of these amazing dreams and goals and ideas. And it's not to say they're not achievable, but you are still learning. You should always still be learning, but you, you know, you got to give yourself the time to make the mistakes because you will <laughs> and to try new things and to get better and to really just figure out who you are as a journalist and what, I guess, what your career is going to look like. Right. And, you know, part of it is figuring out what kind of journalist you want to be. What do you mm -hmm. like to do? What is your strong suit? What kind of reporter do you want to be known as in yeah. your newsroom? Do you want, you know, what, what on air or behind the scenes track do you want to, do you want to follow? Do you want to be the, uh, the investigative reporter who does FOIAs all the time? Do you want to be uh, the feature reporter who can make someone cry? I have made my main anchor cry two times on TV. That's my Wow, but, that's um, pretty good. I, I know. I know. I, I got some, I got choked up. I got someone choked up one time. That's good too. <laughs> that is good. really, that's that was, pretty good. When you actually catch them off guard, that's yeah. the best. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. See, that, that's, that's what I live for. I love that. And, yeah. You know, it, you have to find out where you where you fit in a newsroom, and that takes time. I don't think that I really found my voice. I don't know that it's even really fully developed. But you know, after mm -hmm. four years, I'm still trying to figure out what kind of reporter do I do I want to be? What kind of what kind of stories do I want to be known for? What what's kind of my my angle? Yeah. When I go to another TV station and say, "Hey, this is this is who I am, and these are the stories that I tell," mm -hmm. and, and that takes time, and that's really that's really interesting that your mentor kind of pointed that out because that's such yeah. good advice. Yeah, I think it's something that you know you want all of, you you want it to be great, and you want it to work, and you want to be in your dream market working a nine to five Monday through Friday schedule, and <laughs> put a lot of put a lot of time and sweat. <laughs> and tears and covering hurricanes at four in the morning on a Saturday. You know, you got to do all of that yeah. because going through that process, at least I think, and this is what I'm hoping, because I think like you, Christian, I'm still figuring out what I'm going to do, what I want to do and who I'm going to be. It's just part of the weed out process. You have to go through the weeds to figure out what's on the other side. Yes, and I mean, and I'll be really cliche. You know, there's a portion where you have to you know, pay your dues. 
Yeah. There's yeah. there's a portion that at which you know being awake at four o'clock in the morning on a Saturday to have sand thrown in your face it probably <laughs> isn't that much fun. I mean, I haven't done it. Oh, it's not that much fun, I can tell you. Yeah, it's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't think it was going to be that much fun. So uh, why don't no. you just tell me the story? Uh, yeah, but like snow, snow coverage. You know. And yeah. You you have to do the not fun stuff before you can get that nine to five job. I don't even think that exists. For I don't anyone think that really exists. News. Yeah. No, I just it was the first thing that popped in my brain. <laughs> I think that means you have to be a banker at that point. Probably. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I, but I mean, we all want the day side Monday through Friday gig. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but we, the we good news is that you know if you find the right people that are willing and interested in helping you get better, and are going to guide you through the decisions that you have to make, because you will have to make you know you'll get multiple offers at one point in your life, and you'll have to choose what you want. There are people that you know will help you do that. You just got to seek them out and be willing to, it's like, you know, any relationship takes time and work. So put the time and the work in. And I think ultimately the reward is, is great. In that yeah, kind of I mean, situation. You put a price on the advice that you get from people who are always willing to help and always willing to give you that career advice. It's, it's invaluable because, you know, my parents aren't in TV. Right. I mean, I can you know, usually try to bounce ideas off of them, but at the end of the day, they don't know the news business as well as someone who's in the news business. Right. So it's so incredibly important to to have that and, and use them and not be afraid to reach out to someone and say, hey, I like your work. I kind of want to be where you are in five years. Yeah. Do you mind helping me get there? Because I, I think, think that more is, times than yeah, more times than not, they'll probably say yes. Right, right. I'll say I think that's awesome advice. I think the worst, like you said this earlier, the worst anybody can say is no. And that's not that bad. Correct. If you do journalism, you will hear no more often than you hear yes. So. <laughs> oh, yes. Although, although a little bit of inside reporter talk, I did uh, man on the street interviews mm -hmm. at an interstate rest stop last week okay. and the first two people I asked for interviews they both said yes wow the news gods um, were smiling down upon you that day my friend a big big smile <laughs> on the news gods face I was I oh. was blown away myself wow what a day what a day <laughs> but, but more than often more often than not they say no no they, no 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 but yeah. you know every once in a while I get thrown a bone Yes, exactly. Exactly. You got to hold on <laughs> at those moments. All right. Well, before we continue talking for the next two hours, let's uh, wrap this up. Christian, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to talk about mentors. I really appreciate it. And your well, insight you. has been really great. So Fantastic. I hope it helps some, some folks. This was so much fun to talk with you. Me too. Have enjoy to everyone that's listening. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy it. This is, you know, obviously we're talking a lot about broadcast journalism because that's what we both do. But I think a lot of these lessons can be taken into any of the majors in the college, really any field in life. So hopefully you find something useful. Thanks, everybody. Penn State Conversations are presented by the Young Alumni Council of the Donald P. Belisario College of Communications Alumni Society Board. 
the Alumni Society Board aims to help elevate the stature of the college through dialogue with faculty, students, the dean, and associate deans. And the Young Alumni Council aims to foster a strong connection between young alumni and the college to inspire lifelong support and involvement. For more information or to learn how you can get involved, please visit belisario.psu.edu slash alumni.